This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. I was thinking as we were worshiping, I thought, you know, I didn't tell Ron and Kelly, this is what I'm ministering today, and this is what you need to sing. Okay, I don't say nothing to them. I let them be led by God, you know, and Pastor and I get led by God. But I'm just going to tell you my title here for just a minute. Praise is a weapon for warfare. Now think about that. And when we were singing those songs, I just thought, hmm, perfect. I probably could not have picked them any better, but God picked them, right? But so... Since this is what we're talking about is praise, I'm this, their last song that they sang there, I'm going to let them sing that chorus again because I really want you to get in your mind about praise and the power that is in our praise. That when we are singing to God, when we are releasing our praise to God, what an honor What an honor that we get to worship God freely. You know, God is so good, and I I guess it, it never should cease to amaze me how God always shows up and shows out and, and sometimes will just tend to surprise us. But, you know, it's like you know he's going to do it. And then when he does it, like I said, when they were singing those songs, I just thought, well, God, apparently, see, you already knew, and they can hear from God. Amen. And that is what's so awesome that when the spirit of God is allowed to move and freely move, I'm telling you, that's when his presence and his power will show up. So once again, if you're here for the first time today, or uh, maybe you're visiting or coming back after a long time, we're so glad that you're here. We want to welcome you today. We're so glad to see Tone in the house today. Amen. And any guests, if we have some first-time guests we want to say are returning, we're so glad that you're here with us. You could have been a lot of places, but thank God you chose to be at Passion Church. Those of you that are watching live, or maybe you're going to watch later on YouTube or listen to the podcast, we're so glad that you're here with us. It is not by mistake. And please share with your friends. They can go back and watch uh, later on. Let them know that God is moving in your midst and wants to move in their lives. Amen. Share. Maybe they don't have Facebook, but they can go and listen on to YouTube or they can listen on the podcast. And I'm telling you, you can go back on the podcast. There's a history and a library of messages that have been ministered and come out of this house. And you can go back for quite a while and and pick on those. But I encourage you because the word teaches us to hear and to hear and to hear the word. Amen. So Father, right now, I just thank you. Oh, God, let your words go forth today. Let the anointing God of your word be heard. Let their ears hear like they've never heard. Let their eyes be open, God, to what you have for their lives. I thank you, God. Hearts be in touch and seeds have already been planted. God, those that are here and those that are watching and those that will tune in later, I thank you right now that, God, hearts have been open to hear, to receive, and to do your word. We thank you for your life-changing power that is upon your people. In Jesus' name, amen. 
All right, I'm going to try, because sometimes, you know, I get a little excited. I know Pastor Bruce gets more excited than I do, but you know uh, I do get excited. But I'm going to try to sit here so I can get to you all that I feel that God had for me to give to you today. And like I said, the title is Praise is a Weapon for Warfare. I was actually reading something, and then I was watching something a while back, and I heard a minister share uh, this phrase, and it was just so powerful that it just stuck down in my spirit, and then when I was praying about what the Lord would have me to minister, he brought this to my remembrance, and this is what I heard. It said, worship is your warship, warship. It is like having a ship full of worship. Think about a warship, how huge and how powerful that they are. You know, victory is in our praise. But you know what? You're going to have to do it. And guess what? It's not just when you come to church on Sunday. That's not going to get it. You need to wake up in the morning with the praises of God in your mouth. And you go, well, you don't know what I feel like in the morning, or you don't know what happened, and I don't feel like praising. Well, that's just the time you need to praise him, is praise him even more. And if all you can just start out is just saying, hallelujah, just start out. Because I'm going to tell you something, when you start doing something, God will come up behind you. You know, a car will sit in your driveway till you put it in gear, okay? You got to do something with it. Until you put it in drive, you're not going anywhere. You are not going anywhere, amen? So um, just remember that. You've got to do your part, okay? Anyway, so it is your special weapon, worship. But now listen. Here's something that we're going to have to do. You cannot stay in fear. You can't stay in doubt. You can't stay in selfishness. You can't stay in your sickness and keep calling it your sickness. Get rid of it. It's not yours. Okay? God didn't give it to you, so don't accept it. Believe for your wholeness and your healing. Amen? And you cannot stay in unforgiveness. Because when you do, guess what that does? It puts you in a weakened state, and now you're a sitting duck for the enemy to come and attack you. You're a sitting duck for the enemy to come. He's done set you up now because you fell for his trap. You believed the lies of the enemy in whatever area that was, and now you're a sitting target for him to aim at. But now listen, instead of doing that, let's do this. Let's already believe what God has said. He gave us everything you'll ever need, want, or desire. He has given us his word. But you and I have to put on the full armor of God. God's not going to do it for you. Your husband or your wife or your friend or your pastor is not going to be able to do it for you. We have to put on the armor of God because he gave us that mighty warship. Go to war. Go to war. Amen. Be ready. Get armed. Big and strong. That's when I think of a warship. I think of something big. I think of something strong. And I think of something heavily armed, ready for battle, and ready to win. That's what you got to see yourself as. A warship ready to win. Amen. 
Because listen, God has a purpose for your life and my life, and not just for you, but for those that are attached to you. And you know, each and every one of us have people attached to our lives that we've never seen. You may never even know their name, but people are watching. People are listening to what you say, what you don't say, what you do, and what you don't do. People are watching. Because why? Because God has given us people for our life. So that means we need to be walking every day, remembering this isn't just about me. It's about God, about people that God will send across your path that you may witness to and others that you're not even aware of, but they're watching. Well, I'll ask you today, maybe what have you been battling lately? Because everybody's got battles. Amen. But that don't mean we dig a hole and go bury our head in the ground. We got to get on that warship, act like a warship and fight. Maybe you've been battling depression. Maybe you feel like that you've been in a dark hole or you're beginning to start coming out, but you're not out yet. Maybe you've been in a weakened state, an exhausted state. The past year, there's been a lot of reason and excuses to be exhausted, to be depressed, to be overwhelmed, but we're not going to stay there. You've got to get your warship on. Maybe you've been in a state of confusion. Maybe you've been battling debt. Maybe you've had some bad or hurtful relationships. Or maybe you've lost family and friends during this time because of all the turmoil, all the setups that the enemy had, bringing sickness and disease and then trying to get people out of the house of God and then trying to get us to fight amongst ourselves and not wanting the brethren to come together regardless of the color of our skin. Remember, we all bleed the same. We are all the same in God's house. But listen, those are very ineffective attacks that the enemy uses if we don't accept them. They only become effective and successful if you listen, take it up, and now you begin to believe it. Don't stay in that state because the enemy wants you to be a sitting duck. He wants you to stay in a weakened state, in a defeated state, in a hopeless state, but you're going to have to get your praise on. So how do we do that? We just talked about that. We did that. We started the service off, service off with that worship, praise, honoring, bringing glory to our God. Remember when your praises go up, his glory comes down. And it'll fill the house, it'll fill your life, it'll fill wherever you are. But that is how we got to start fighting these battles. Get in a state of worship. Put on that favorite worship song or music. Begin to set your atmosphere. If you wake up in the morning and immediately you're feeling overwhelmed, or all of the 101 things that you got to do are coming at you, or all of a sudden your body is telling you something else, Put on that worship music. Put it on because you know what that does? It releases in your atmosphere. And it starts setting you up for victory. Set your atmosphere with the worship and the praise of God. Sometimes it could just be worship music. It doesn't even have to have words. Or put on your powerful song. Pastor gone on to me the other day, came over here. <laughs> I was in my office working on my message, well, I had a praise song on. 
And I mean, it was so loud in there. I think I was pound, you know, was pounding Sonia's office, the whole, just a, in there. But I'm telling you, it was just something. And I played it again, and I played it again, and I played it again. He come in here, and then yesterday I was out there, and I put it, put it on my phone. It's that song, Fire. Oh, I'm telling you, it was just a stirring in me. It was just a burning and churn. He said, you acting like a teeny bopper over there. You got your music so loud. It's screaming. But you know, sometimes, see, there was that because God was doing a thing in me. God was giving me a revelation. God was breaking off some chains. And it was that particular song that was ministering to me and releasing the power, letting the devil know, "Uh uh-uh. You get out of here. You get out of my situation, out of my family, off this house, off the people of God attached to this house, out of this city, out of our state, and out of the nation. Get out of here. So sometimes you got to turn it up loud. Now listen, sometimes even just having it soft, it's all right, because when you begin to release it, remember, your prayer and your praise changes the atmosphere in your midst. I don't care if you're in your car. I don't care if you're in the shower. I don't care if you're standing at the sink doing dishes. Begin to release it. You know, and you go, well, what if I'm at work? Well, sometimes you just got to inside. Begin to just release some praise. And like I said, if it maybe it's just one line to a song or maybe it's just praise God, praise God, hallelujah. Oh, God, you're so good. That's praises to him because you're releasing you're releasing to God, declaring, set your atmosphere, change, frame your world with the power and the praises of God. Amen. So you're going to have to change your atmosphere. Only you can do that. What are you releasing in your midst? Now, listen, anytime we want, you get to choose when you want to bring out the big guns. What's the big, big guns? The word of God and praises to his name. Because then you can begin to claim victory because now your atmosphere has changed. Now all of a sudden it's setting you up for victory instead of defeat. It's, an effect, it's starting to change your atmosphere. Now you have some hope instead of being hopeless. Now you're going to have some power instead of feeling powerless. But you're going to have to pull out the big guns. It's time to blast the devil out of the water and blast him out of every area of your life. But you're going to have to pull out the big guns. Pull them out, baby. Pull them out. Begin to worship God. Begin to praise him. Begin to release the glory of God. Because that's how you're going to fight the battles the enemy is trying to come against you at. But that's how you're going to win. That's how you're going to be victorious. Put it on. Put that song on. Put that worship music on. Get it in the background while you're driving, while you're doing your everyday life and change your atmosphere. Because when you release it, I'm telling you, things are going to begin to change in your thoughts and what you're saying. You're going to have more strength. I'm telling you, it changes everything. What are we listening to? And then what are we saying? Sing it out loud. Let those words of praise. And you know what that does is when you begin to release praise, your faith gets released. Your faith gets kicked up a notch. Your faith begins to now say, oh, thank you. Thank you. Now I've got some 
place here to work, okay? Because now you're stepping into faith. Let it escape from your mouth so the power can be released in and through your life. Get lost in it. Pray, sing, walk, raise your hands, jump, dance, lay on the floor. I don't care what or how you do it. Everybody's got a different way, but just do it. Just do it. Begin to release your praise to God. Act like you believe it. Act like you believe the Father's love. Act like you believe there's power in his name. There's power in praise. There's power in prayer. If he's living on the inside of you, greater is he that lives on the inside of you than lives in the world. Act like you believe your father. Act like it. Oh, praise is a weapon. Praise confuses the enemy. You know, in the Bible, it gives us lots of examples of how praise was used in battles to help secure victories. Worship and praise breaks the oppress of the enemy. Praise is a weapon that we should use to win our spiritual battles and to further the kingdom of God. Remember, this is a spiritual battle. You're not fighting against flesh and blood. Yes, okay? People get used sometimes. They're Christians. Sometimes they're not. But sometimes maybe they're not acting like they should, and sometimes they let their flesh say some stuff and do some things. But remember, you're not fighting against them, okay? The enemy is behind that. So go to battle in prayer and praise. Prayer and praise. This is a spiritual warfare. Why? For the kingdom of God for people's lives being changed and coming into the kingdom. Praise comes from the Latin word pretium, if I said that right, P-R-E-T-I-U-M, meaning price. Prize is also a variation of this word. Originally, it meant to set a great price on. So when we praise God, we're placing a great value on him, and his acts. Praise is a great weapon for your spiritual warfare. So go to war with praise and prayer. Quit trying to tell God all about what everybody's done to you, what everybody has said to you, what they haven't done to you, all the wrongs that have been done, and begin to pray and praise God. And you'll see a change begin to happen first in you and then in your atmosphere, in your world. Things will begin to change. You know, God sees us as his treasured possession. And Deuteronomy 7 and verse 6 in the NIV, it says, For you are a people holy to the Lord your God. The Lord your God has chosen you out of all the peoples on the face of the earth to be his people, his treasured possession. In Exodus 19.5, it says, Now if you obey me fully and keep my covenant, then out of all the nations, you will be my treasured possession. Now, God wants to be our treasure, our first love. Is he? Sometimes we need to examine that, don't we? What's being put first? Who's being put first? 
and it needs to be God. Because, see, when we put God above everyone and everything, then everything else will get worked out. Remember, when this is right, this gets right. When those are out of balance, things get all messed up and upside down. In Matthew 6.21, it says, For where your treasure is, then there your heart will be also. Remember, what you're putting your, all your trust in, where's God in your life? Is he first? Do you spend time with him in the morning first? Or at any time during the day? Are we praying and praising? Are we listening to the word? Are we reading the word? Are we in his house? It's time to come home, people. It's time to come back to the house of God. And it's time for some of you to come back to God for the first time, but to return to Father's house. In Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven, it said, Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. Not just when you're in trouble, not just when you feel like it. Love him all of the time. Praising God is communicating who God is and what he has done and what he can do. Praise is a weapon against the enemy and all the enemies of God. So see, you then don't have to try to figure it out. No matter what's been done to you, no matter how wrong it seems and how bad it is, just give them over to God, give it over to God, and God will take care of it. He'll make sure you're the head and not the tail. You'll be blessed to be a blessing. He'll bring restoration to your mind, your heart, your spirit, your soul, and your body. He'll heal you physically, mentally, and emotionally. He can make you all new again, better than you've ever been before. But let God do it. They're not going to do it. Now remember, when you forgive, that forgiveness is not for them. Because sometimes it might be where you're say to them, you're sorry, maybe they'll come to you and ask for forgiveness. And sometimes it has to all be done just between you and God. But remember, that's for you. Because guess what? For some people, they could care less. And they're not sorry. And they never will be. But they're still controlling you. They're still dictating your life. They're still bringing all of that junk into your life. Because you haven't forgiven them and given it to God. And you say, but you don't know. No, but God does. And he's the only one that needs to know. And if you'll truly give it to him, he'll put his super on your natural. And you can walk in freedom and health and wholeness. Let me just tell you, if we hold on to unforgiveness, remember, it doesn't hurt them. It hurts you. It'll affect you physically, spiritually, emotionally, in every area of your life. So let it go. It's just like a cancer. It'll eat you up. Praise honors God. In Luke eleven two, it says, And he said to them, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. It's not your job to change them. It's not your job to fix them. And it's not your job to try to figure out how God's going to fix us. Just... Say, God, I trust you with my life, and he'll take care of things. Amen. Remember that Jesus taught us over there in Luke to begin prayer with praise in order to honor and glorify God. That's what we were doing this morning when we started off with praise and worship. 
we were bringing honor and glory to God. He tells us to give God glory that is due to him. Praise helps us to focus on God and who he is and his greatness. And guess what? It'll help get you off of you. Okay? In Psalms 22, 3, it says that God inhabits the praises of his people. As we praise him and we raise up a throne or a structure for him to fill, listen, praise will sensitize us to God's presence. And it helps take our focus off of us, ourselves, all of our problems, and it puts it on him. And then what does it do? It gives him an open door now to come in and do something in our lives when we open up the door. Amen. Of praise and worship. Now, I'm just read this. I'm going to have to skip some things here. But anyway, in 2 Chronicles 5.13, it said, In unison, when the trumpeters and the singers were to make themselves heard with one voice to praise and to glorify Lord, the Lord, and when they lifted up their voice, accompanied by trumpets and cymbals and instruments of music, for those that might have a problem with instruments, and when they praised the Lord, saying, He indeed is good, for his loving kindness is everlasting. Then the house, the house of the Lord was filled with a cloud, a cloud of glory, a cloud of miracles, a cloud of expectation. You know, we got to get to a place you walk in these doors, come expecting. And when you do, guess what? Things will change. Because remember, it's not up to what the worship team does or doesn't do. It's not up to what song they sing or don't sing. It's not up to the pastor to preach the perfect word or, you know, to either talk faster, slower, louder, run and jump. It's up to the people to come in who have prayed and praised all week long and come in here expecting that as soon as they pull on this property, God is already moving in you and through you so that those that are walking in, you have such an expectation of whatever they need, God is going to do in their lives. Now, you've done forgot about all your stuff because you're so concerned about the others coming in. Your stuff, God's already done take care of it while you were here. Worship him and praising him. Praise helps us to know God. It helps us to focus on his character and his attributes as we praise him. Because it helps you to rehearse and rehearse and remember all the goodness of God. When you come to know him as we praise him to be. Praise breaks the enemy's oppression. Listen, in Acts 16, 25 and 26, it said, but about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns of praises to God while they're in prison. We can't even do it in your house and you have a hard time doing it in church. They're in prison. And the prisoners were listening to them. And suddenly there came a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison house were shaken and immediately all the doors were open and everyone's chains were unfastened, broken, busted, set free. Oh, hallelujah. Gosh, how can you not get excited about that? Listen, but it was Paul and Silas's praises to God 
that opened the door. Remember, you open up the door spiritually and physically into your life to whatever you're setting your atmosphere with. So if you want doubt and unbelief and sickness, then keep on saying it. If you want some power and change and wholeness and restoration and power to go and preach the gospel of the good news, then begin to pray and praise. Praise will lift you up out of oppression and praising God will help us get out of our self-centered ways. Oh boy, even through all of this that's gone on, there's still too much about me, 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 okay? Let's just pray and praise more. And I hope nobody gets offended. I'm probably going to get in trouble for saying this. But, you know, 20 times a day, we do not need to see a picture of you. We all know what maybe you looked like in the first picture. You know, or 20 times a day, we're wanting to know what you did, what you ate, where you been, you know, and all that. My God, get a life. Spend some time praying and praising And then you also wouldn't have to get on there and be all upset and negative Nancy or negative Dan or whatever. Amen. So we've said that we'll be okay. Now you have to forgive me. You have to forgive because I just ministered that you have to forgive. So praise breaks the enemy's oppression. Now listen, praise will also confuse the enemy and all the forces of evil that have been set against you. Praise is a spiritual weapon. The power of praise in battle is shown throughout the Bible. Over in Psalms, we can't go there. Psalms 8, also in Psalms 149. Praise helps us to focus on God and realize our need for him and turn the battle over to him. When we do this, God can and will bring victory into your life. This makes praise and prayer and dependence on God and all of his weapons that he has for us to use in our spiritual warfare, you will not lose. Do not be afraid, for the battle is the Lord. Second Chronicles 2015. Listen, all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem and King Jehoshaphat. Thus says the Lord to you. Do not fear or be dismayed because of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Oh, hallelujah. In closing, listen, praise is a weapon. And it is very effective weapon if we'll use it. It will push back all the forces of evil. It is also very effective in helping us to better focus on God when you're in your quiet time, when you're in your daily routine and your daily lives, when you're having to fo- uh, you know, face all kinds of circumstances and unexpected things that come up and happen throughout the day. Praise will help you to focus on God, and it also helps us to have a more intimate and a better relationship and able to communicate with him and hear him. You know, it is very important for us to spend time with God. But sometimes we need to be quiet and listen to what he's saying. In faith, write it down. Sometimes you may say, well, I can't remember now what he said. Write it down. 
And then sometimes you go, well, that was probably just me. Well, that's okay. Jesus lives on the inside of you. Okay, and if it is something that's not good or right, later on he'll go back and say, no, that wasn't me. But at least you're starting to listen. Pay attention and hear what he's saying. Listen to him in your daily lives. Focus on God so that you can have that better. So when the enemy is setting you up, you'll be able to hear the small voice that says, no, don't go that way today. Leave earlier. No, you need to stay a few minutes late. You need to pray for them and you need to pray now. You don't need to know anything more than that, but then just to pray and obey. Amen. Listening to hear God's voice is, in, is the most important part of how I'm in fellowship with him. Is not only talking with him, but so much more of listening. Why did he give us one mouth and two ears? So we could say less and listen more. That's so hard sometimes for this whole human nature, isn't it? They say women all the time. They blame it on women. We got more words and blah, blah, blah. But let me tell you, I know a lot of men that got a lot of words too. Now I'll just end it right there. <clears throat> so let's listen more and say less sometimes. Amen. Praise also helps us to know God in a real and personal way rather than just knowing about him. See, there's a lot of people that know about God but they don't know him because it's only when they're in trouble. It's only when they need something, but it's not an everyday intimate relationship. Amen. It's just like, it's not enough for you just to have church on Sunday. And that's the only time you open your Bible, bring your Bible or use your phone or your tablet to look at a scripture. It's gotta be every day. Spending time with him as pastor Ron comes up, we're going to, I want to play that song again while we're giving people an opportunities for lives to be touched. I want, if the worship team or, could come back up too, I want to, I'm telling you, God wants to do something. In Psalms 27, 6, in the Amplified, it says, and now my head will be lifted up above my enemies around me. In his tent, I will offer sacrifices with shouts of joy. I will sing yes. I will sing praises to the Lord. Oh, that's so powerful. I believe that your breakthrough is here today. And some of you, you know that we've lived in that. Oh, we come to church and we praise and we worship or, you know, so every once in a while you remember being touched by a certain song. But just like prayer, praise needs to be part of that every day. Because let me just tell you, because then you'll start changing what you say. Because why? You've set your atmosphere up now. Now some power is being released. Some hope is being released. Get ready. But are we expecting? Listen, remember the battles that the enemy's trying to get you to look at. Remember you're on a warship. You're not in a rowboat. Okay? You're not floating around in a little floaty. You're on a warship. Act like it. Put on your armor of God. Act like that the greater one lives on the inside of you. Act like you got some power. Walking around like a bunch of jellyfishes. And then you, we wonder why people don't want this thing called Jesus. 
We wonder why people don't want to come to church. We wonder why people look at us and say, what's the difference between you and me? You walk around like you've been sucking on lemons all day. Whatever you're battling, remember, he wants to get you distracted. Off course, off the destiny that God has destined for you. But I want to tell you today, get back on the road of victory. Get back on the road of victory. Get your armor on. Get your warship loaded up. Start blasting the devil out of every area of your life. Once and for all, blow him up. Blow him out. Praise your way out of every circumstance and every situation and praise yourself into victory with God. Amen. <clears throat> now, I want you to get this picture now. You got your armor on. You're on your warship. All of the guns are loaded. And then for just a minute, you can go ahead and look at all the circumstances that are out there in the water, bobbing their heads up, yelling and screaming. Look at your checkbook. Look at what the doctor said. Feel your body. Did you feel that? Did you feel that? Did you see that? Do you remember what they said? Do you remember what they did to you? Do you remember how they hurt you? Remember how they rejected you? Remember how they left you? Remember, even during all this time, you thought you had really close friends and all of a sudden, they let the enemy come in on all this strife and division and racism and sickness and disease and disagreement. Look at all that for a minute and then say, no, I don't receive any of that. I'm not going to be in depression. I'm not going to be in lack, spirit, soul, or body. And then go ahead and get your gun loaded up as we begin to praise and worship and blow it all out of the water. Blow it out. Blow the enemy out of every area and every circumstance in the name of Jesus. Amen. So let's get ready as they begin to worship. And then we'll say a prayer afterwards. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.